You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to the Valentine's Views podcast for Thursday, September 15th, as your New York Giants get ready to face the Carolina Panthers in week two of the NFL season. Giants looking to go 2-0 for the first time since 2016. Giants, uh, the last time I checked, were two and a half point favorites per SB Nation partner, Draft Kings, and uh, we will see what happens on, on Sunday at MetLife Stadium. Kickoff at uh, at one o'clock. A few things to uh, to talk about here. A little bit later in the show, we'll be talking about, an, or uh, I'll be making my my prediction for uh, for Week Two. But uh, a few things to talk about first. And I thought uh, first topic of the day. I thought we'd talk a little bit about Kadarius Tony. Tony, obviously uh, a big topic of conversation during the week, only played seven snaps on Sunday against the Tennessee Titans. Richie James, I think, played 42 snaps, caught five passes. David Sills played almost 30 snaps. A lot of, uh, of questions in the fan base regarding why Tony didn't play more than he did. Um, a lot of questions uh from the media directed to Brian Dayball about that topic as well. Dayball said simply that, you know, Tony is working his way back from, from spending most of, of training camp dealing with, with a hamstring injury said they had some plays for him in the, uh, in the game plan that they just didn't get to. Uh, I think that uh, what we're going to see from Kadarius Tony, as I wrote at big blue view earlier in the week, this is a similar situation to last year where he missed most of the spring, where he missed the great majority of training camp practices, where he didn't really get on the practice field until right before week one on any sort of consistent basis. And, and Tony is going to have to take a couple of weeks here to uh, to really get on the practice field on a consistent basis and earn some snaps here. I think we're going to see Tony get more and more work. I'm sure he'll get more work this week than he did last week, especially with Wandale Robinson uh, looking unlikely to play due to uh, due to a, a knee injury suffered in in Week One against the Titans. But the the real is the real thing here is Tony spoke to uh, to media on Wednesday in the Giants locker room at Quest Diagnostics Training Center. And Tony appeared to handle the situation well. He said that he was he was ready when his number was called. He when he was asked if he was disappointed about not playing more, 
He said, he said basically, and I'm paraphrasing, he said, what's to be disappointed about? We won the game. Um, you know, he said if he, if, if what's required is that he needs to practice more, he needs to show more in practice to earn more, more reps, then, then that's what's required. And that's what he will do. I thought that, uh, I, I thought that Tony handled the situation pretty well. Uh, I honestly do believe that as we go forward here, I mean, let's, let's be realistic. Kadarius, Tony, is a more elite athlete than than David Sills. He's a more elite athlete than Richie James. At his best, he can bring more to the table, more to the offense than those guys can. And and I'm sure that the Giants, I'm sure Brian Dable and Mike Kafka and Joe Shane, I'm sure that they're not blind to that but they're also not going to hand him reps that they don't think he's ready for yet either, that they don't think he's earned, that they believe guys like Richie James and David Sills have earned. I mean, to to do something like that, to me, sends a bad message to the locker room that your practice performance, your day-to-day work, doesn't matter that you don't get rewarded for those things and I th- I think that's a message the Giants don't want to send to players as they as they build this team as they build a culture so I'm sure that Tony is going to play more I'm sure that if he stays healthy he will have an impact on this offense but for me the the biggest takeaway uh, Wednesday was that Kadarius Tony is not complaining about the situation he doesn't seem to be upset about the situation he seems to understand the situation he's happy that the Giants won and for me that's a a a sign of of maturity it's a sign of professionalism that's something that we've been looking for from Kadarius Tony. So hopefully that kind of uh, that kind of thing continues, and hopefully Tony does get on the field a little bit more and 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 have an impact here going forward. All right, let's uh, let's also talk a little bit about the Giants' injury situation. Mentioned Wandale Robinson played only nine snaps on Sunday in his NFL debut, and. Uh, left the game with a knee injury that doesn't seem to be a serious knee injury Robinson seemed to be in good spirits uh when I when I bumped into him in the locker room on on Wednesday I think that this is probably a short-term situation for him I doubt that he plays on Sunday against Carolina which you know, by extension might open more snaps and an, and more opportunity for Kadarius Tony to take uh, some of the uh, some of the plays, some of the snaps that that would have gone to to Robinson, get an opportunity for Tony to make plays. But while uh, while it's unfortunate that that Wandale Robinson suffered that injury, it doesn't seem to me like that's going to be a long term thing. the uh, The big injury news of the week this week was that. Uh, Starting cornerback Aaron Robinson suffered uh, an appendicitis attack, had surgery early Wednesday morning, is not going to play against the Carolina Panthers on Sunday. We're not sure at this point how much more time Robinson is likely to miss. 
but uh, that's a blow to a Giants cornerback room that's already a bit uh, a bit unsettled in terms of of the depth behind the starters behind Robinson, Darnay Holmes, and Adoree Jackson. Brian Dable was asked Wednesday during his press conference, you know, who the next man up would be at cornerback, and, and Dable indicated really that uh, that he didn't know at this point that as of Wednesday before Wednesday's practice, he, he wasn't ready to answer that question. The way he answered it was to name every non-starting, non-starting cornerback on the roster and on the practice squad and, and say that, uh, that they would compete. And that by uh, Friday night, after the final practice of the week, that the giants would make a decision. We took a look at BigBlueView.com uh, at the, uh, at the candidates, for, for that uh, particular starting assignment. So please check out uh, our story on, uh, on the candidates. To, to me, the most likely options at corner are third-round pick Cordale Flott, a guy who has spent uh, a lot of time working on the outside all through spring, all through summer. And I know the Giants like the kid. He had some ups and downs in uh, in the preseason missed a couple of tackles but uh flot is a guy that they like they like his length they like his athleticism and uh, my my guess would be that cordale flot is one of the guys that will see snaps on sunday in, in robinson's place the other guy to me who is uh, a potential option there would have to be fabian moreau veteran cornerback that the Giants recently signed and added to their practice squad guys who's got a decent amount of uh, of of NFL experience guy who started games in the league my guess would be that Moreau would be a practice squad elevation and uh, and I think what we might see is something that uh, that we saw at left guard in week one, which is a rotation between Ben Bredesen and Joshua Azudu. We might see a rotation on Sunday at that cornerback spot involving Moreau and Flott, but this will be really the, the first test of the Giants' depth at cornerback, and we'll see, we'll see how that goes. A couple of other injuries, of course, Edge defenders Aziz Ojalari and Kayvon Thibodeau did not play week one. Thibodeau with the sprained MCL suffered uh, in the week one preseason game. And Aziz Ojalari with the calf injury suffered while running a sprint you know, during a practice uh, also early in the preseason. The, uh, both of those guys considered limited in, in practice as on Wednesday looked like uh looked like Thibodeau might have done a little bit more than Ojolari uh, not sure at this point if if either one of those guys is going to play but best guess here is if one of them does Thibodeau might be more likely to uh, to make his NFL debut than uh, than for Ojolari to join him on Sunday fortunately for the Giants Against the Tennessee Titans veterans, Jahad Ward and O'Shane Zimenez did a really nice job in uh, in the run game, in run defense. 
as the Giants held Titans star running back Derrick Henry to uh, less than four yards per carry. Those two guys don't offer the pass rush upside of Thibodeau and Ojolari, but in terms of, of depth guys, they bring energy. They, they did play well holding, holding the edge against the run. So, uh, so we'll see what happens there, but, but best guess is that, that, as I record this show, I think Thibodeau probably has a better chance to play at this point than does Ojolari. All right, Giants fans, let's get to Sunday, our pick for Sunday's game. And this part of our show is brought to you by DraftKings and SB Nation partner in the 2022 NFL season. And uh, just a reminder, as we as we talk about picks, as we talk about betting, we talk about odds here that uh, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply and look at the the show notes for details. All right. Our picks for uh, for Sunday's game against Carolina are up. Our staff picks are up on the on the website as I record this. Sort of a, a mixed bag this week. Uh, I, our staff is pretty well split on whether the Giants will end up 2-0 and for the first time since 2016 or whether Carolina will come out of, of MetLife Stadium with their first victory of the year. My pick here is the New York Giants. And and I'm not banging the table and, and saying that, that, that I absolutely believe the Giants are going to win this game. But I, I think that this is, this is a home opener. This is going to be a raucous crowd, you know, coming off a, a really big victory on, on Sunday against Tennessee, arguably the biggest victory that the Giants have had in several years. I think that right now, you know, the, the Giants are, are, are kind of feeling, they're feeling, feeling good. They're not a perfect team by any stretch of the imagination. They're not heading to the Super Bowl. But uh, but I think that that this is a winnable game for the Giants. And maybe I'm taking the Giants for the simple reason that I want to believe that I want to to feel like like things are finally going forward, that I want to believe that Brian Daybol is the right guy, that that I want to believe that Saquon Barkley is back to being the Saquon Barkley of at least you know pre-injury 2019 form, so I I do think this is a game that the Giants can win. I think that both of these teams are are evenly matched. I think that uh, the the Giants dealing with Christian McCaffrey, the Panthers' star running back, could be an issue for the Giants. They gave up two touchdowns in the in the passing game to Tennessee running back Dontrell Hilliard last Sunday. And McCaffrey, of course, is one of the league's best pass-catching backs, maybe the best when he's 100% healthy. So figuring out that issue is going to be uh, a, a big task for Giants defensive coordinator Wink Martindale. But my view on this game here is that I think that uh, that the feel-good story continues for the Giants for uh, – for at least another week here, I think they get to two and zero. I think the optimism continues. 
Now, what's really, really interesting here is that the Giants' next three games are at home. The Giants face the, the Dallas Cowboys in week three on a Monday night. That's a game where they're going to uh, to to um, put uh, several former players into the ring of honor. They'll have that official ceremony. Uh, Leonard Marshall, Joe Morris, Otis Anderson, several other players, um, and also uh, longtime trainer Ronnie Barnes will be among among those added to the ring of honor. So that should be. That should be an interesting ceremony. That should get the crowd riled up. And, and in week four, the Giants host the Chicago Bears. So there's an opportunity here for the Giants to get off to uh, to a, a good start in the first quarter of the season. Uh, this uh, this Sunday, I think, is a, is a toss-up game. It's a 50-50 game. I think that, uh, and, and I think in the end, largely because, as I said, largely because I just, I want to feel good. I want to feel, I, I, I want to believe that things are finally beginning to turn for this Giants franchise, for a team, for a Giants team that's, that's been in the playoffs one time since winning the 2011 Super Bowl a team that's, uh, that's had five consecutive double digit loss seasons. I want to believe that things are finally getting better. I think a, a victory on Sunday over Carolina would be another sign that, that while this giants team is not going to, uh, to make a deep playoff run in 2022, I think a win on Sunday would be another sign that, uh, that better days could be ahead uh, for for your New York Giants. All right, Giants fans, that's uh, that's the show for today. I thank you as always for listening. Please remember, if you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, share on our uh, our show. If you're listening on uh, Big Blue View Radio, please subscribe wherever you listen to 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 podcasts. Thank you as always for listening. Take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.